Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at the issue of narcissism. A lot of talk about that today, and I think we can all kind of look at people around us publicly, privately, who go, yep, that must be a narcissist, you know, because of how they act and how they are. What I like to do, rather than kind of just being able to point fingers at other people, however, let's kind of look at the root of the problem and see if we can understand what's really going on. Now, for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know that everything we think and feel and do and say, how we react to others, how others react to us, all has to do with how the brain processes information. So how does that, what does that have to do with, with narcissism and what Brene Brown calls the shame-based fear of being ordinary? Well, for those of you, again, it's the middle brain is what it's all about. This limbic system, kind of the scanner, processor, router part of the brain. It's the part of the brain that scans the environment looking for any signs of threat or danger. So when we were little kids, what was going on is when we were special, we were loved more. By the same token, we were not special, we were not loved as much. And special was being defined not as being ordinary, but as being kind of beyond ordinary, above ordinary, making better grades than the ordinary person, uh, being able to do some athletic thing better than the ordinary person, minding our parents better than other kids. But it always really needed to be better than, not just kind of ordinary. And the message we got as kids is if we weren't special, we weren't loved as much. We weren't valued as much. We weren't wanted as much. Chances are our parents didn't necessarily mean to give us that message, but that's kind of what came across. And what happens is with this middle brain limbic system, it starts to form beliefs based on our past experiences about ourselves and the world. And it stores these beliefs and kind of uses them to then kind of interpret how life is happening now. So when we find ourselves kind of worried about what other people think of us, see, that's one of the challenges of being, needing to be seen as special or the fear of being seen as ordinary. It's how we're seen versus how we really are. And when we need to be seen as special, this need drives a fear that if we're not seen as special, something bad will happen. Now, there are certain needs that we have in life, you know, we need to eat, we need to breathe, we need to have a place to live, and if that doesn't happen, then thing, bad things will happen. But when we start looking at the need to be seen as special by other people, as a need, versus a de desire, that's when that whole kind of reactive narcissism kicks in. Now, nothing wrong with the desire to be seen as special by other people, you know, as a, as a father, as a speaker, as a trainer, as a husband, I love it when I'm seen as special by those around me. Uh, when some client or participant writes a note and let me, lets me know kind of how much that presentation or the video has meant, when my kids or my wife kind of let me know how, how valuable I am to them and how much I mean to them in their life, that, that feels very special as a result of that. And that feels great. So it's not the desire to feel special. It's the need to feel special or the fear of being seen as ordinary and not special that really I think kind of we want to make sure we are avoiding. So how do we avoid that? Well, we don't avoid it by trying to, okay, I'm not going to be seen as special. I don't want to do it. I don't want to fear that. That's kind of trying to figure out how we want to be by what we don't want to be. Not a good idea. What I think we want to do is to make sure, okay, what are the qualities and characteristics that I bring to life 
that make me special. You know, Mr. Rogers says we all are special, and that's true. So let's kind of look at those special qualities and characteristics that, bring, that we bring to life. What I encourage people to do when I'm working with people is make a list of 20 qualities or characteristics of them at their best. And then kind of read that list two or three times a day until it starts to become just ingrained. Because when we can go into a situation knowing that we are valuable, knowing that we are worthy, knowing that we are special because we bring these qualities and characteristics to life, see, that's an internal to external experience versus an external needing people to see us as special or fearing that they see us as ordinary and then kind of needing to convince them that we're special in order to be, feel worthy and to, to, see, to have any self-worth. So see, that's the difference. It's the difference between needing others to see us versus knowing who we are and then practicing bringing those to life. Because here's the thing. This middle brain is not very smart, and it's working with old software, remember. It's working with a whole lot of beliefs that we learned when we were growing up, when we were kids, when we were really vulnerable to how people see us. As adults, we're not quite that vulnerable. We can bring a certain uh, qualities to life, and if people don't see that in us, well, that's kind of more good information about them than it is about us. And we can have that confidence still in ourselves, regardless of how most people see us, as long as the important people are kind of seeing those qualities. And the way they see those qualities is that we bring these qualities to life. So I would encourage you to make your list and then wake up in the morning, look at that list and say, okay, what are the qualities and characteristics I want to bring to the morning, just the morning? Who do I want to be with my family, driving to work, somebody cuts me off, getting to work, something happens, school, whatever. Bring those qualities and characteristics to that morning and kind of define who you are in that morning. Go into the morning already aware of who you are, coming from the top of the mind, coming from that clear, confident, creative part of who you are, knowledgeable about your own worth and own value because you are bringing these qualities to life. Then around lunchtime, stop, kind of look at your list again, say, okay, here's what I'm going to be doing in the afternoon. What are the qualities and characteristics I want to bring to the afternoon? Then I go into the afternoon practicing that. Then sometime between the afternoon and the evening, stop and kind of look at what you're going to be doing during the evening. Who are you going to be interacting with? What are the qualities and characteristics you want to bring to those interactions? That has us defining who we are in a way we would teach to someone we love, based not on our fear of being seen as ordinary, based not on our fear of not being seen as special, but as our recognition of the qualities and characteristics we bring to life, something we can have confidence in and something we can then uh, move into in a way that we would indeed teach to others, teach to those we love. Hope you're finding these videos valuable. I do try to keep them short. I know how busy we all, all are. If you like them, please hit the like button. Share them with your friends. Feel free to subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, iTunes, Pinterest, Twitter, all of the social media. I try to post one every week. So in the meantime, until we meet again, here's to you. Bring more clarity, confidence, creativity in your own worth, in your own value, into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the future.